Cheers, bro. Cheers. Thanks for coming on. Welcome, World Football Talk. Alex, I'm here with Alex Leonardos. How you doing, bruv? Yo, I'm absolutely honored to be on this podcast today. Thank you, um, man. You I get, appreciate you, that. You don't get many opportunities to talk about the beautiful game. Yeah. But this is an opportunity, and I'm glad uh, to have it. So thank you. Yeah. Any listeners uh, probably don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, tell us. Um, so how, how did you uh, get into the, the, the beautiful sport? First, I just want to say that fi- that's a fantastic bourbon. Yeah, it's delicious. Absolutely fantastic. Nice, I, like, sweetness to yeah, it. Yeah, it's not... It's very drinkable. Yeah. It's almost like Maker's Mark, but with, like, a better flavor. Yeah, I agree. It's, like, it's nice. It's subtle. It's got, mm-hmm. like, good, good, like, almost like a cherry taste to it. Yeah. Yeah, a little hint of, like, cherry in there for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to the football. How'd I get into the sport? Yeah. Um. So, my grandpa on my mother's side, off-the-boat Greek man... Uh, he's no longer with us, but he left quite a legacy behind. Uh, he was a former pro- professional player in Greece, so the sport was ingrained in the family oh, from yeah. very early doors. Bloodline, baby. Yeah, bloodline. He loved the game. Um, he introduced me to the game, so I was playing from a very young age. Uh, but I was never really into the game, like into the sport. I supported the Greek national team here and there, but I preferred to watch football up until I was like maybe 13, 14. Um, and then my older brother actually started supporting Man City uh, and got really into it. And that's kind of what got me into following teams, watching games. Because soccer, if, you don't, if you're not into it, it's like 90 minutes. If you're not really into it and nobody's scoring, it seems kind of boring. Yeah. But then like, so that's what I always say too. Like, yeah, it seems like a boring game. Mm-hmm. But if you're a real fan, yeah, that... Zero zero game going into like mm-hmm. the 75th yeah. minute bro anything can happen one goal i mean the whole point of the game is to score that one goal to put you up by a goal or yeah. maybe multiple to put you up by even more but mm-hmm. dude to get that one goal is yeah it's it's tough goal, man it's tough the man. goal the goal is crazy but it's not even just the goal it's also like the circumstances like you take let's say you take two teams in the relegation zone and it's nil nil late yeah. in the game right and there hasn't been many chances it's been like a pretty shit game for the most part but you feel like the momentum shifting towards like the home team mm-hmm. and you f- and you hear the crowd this oh, is why yeah. i love english football because i'll do this a good crowd like best. take ellen road for example where leads play yeah if leads are nil nil and it's a it's a relegation scrap and the t- momentum starts shifting in their favor. You hear the crowd. You feel the energy through the TV. You don't even have to be there. And if that goal goes in, that's like that goal is like a memory that will last a lifetime for the people who watched it on TV and the people who are at the in the stadium. Even more, yeah. And it's just like it's just like a relegation. It's just a regular game. Yeah. I feel like you don't get that feeling from Would, any other sport. No. Maybe like, nah. I'm not even gonna. You just don't. That's why football is the best sport in the world. But to go to bring it back, I didn't get into really the game until I started supporting my own club. Because once you connect to a team and you fall in love with a team, that's when all the real passion uh, starts to come in. So, and um, I know who you support, but mm-hmm. Norwich City fan. Yes. Um, where are they sitting right now on the table? So we're currently in ninth place in the championship. Mm-hmm. It's now, a tight battle though for playoffs. Tight, so. tight battle. 
um, not looking like we're going to go up. There's better teams, uh, a lot of better teams above us that I think in this current moment deserve it more. Uh, my top three in the championship to go up, Burnley are definitely winning the league. Oh, dude, they're good. Burnley are really, really fucking they, good. And I think, I honestly can see them having a positive impact in the Premier League next season. Mm-hmm. Almost like how we saw Brentford come in, you know, not only did they last the season, mm-hmm. but look at them now. They're, yeah. what, like six or, I think they're like eighth place, yeah. Brentford. It's Fulham, Brighton, and Brentford, I, I think like sixth, seventh, eighth, or, yeah. or eighth, ninth, tenth, something and, like that. And teams that, you know, yeah. Fulham... Alec Mitrovic breaking the record in the championship uh, yeah. last season with Garrett. most goals scored yeah. in a season. Like, dude, these are teams that, I mean, listen, I love Mitrovic. Yeah. Who knows how long he's still going to be at Fulham. Um, he's old. He's an old player. and Absolute legend. He's a legend, though. Yeah. yeah. Mitro's on fire. Yeah, the da, best. Da, 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 da. I saw a clip of him at a basketball game in yeah. Serbia. <laughs> And the whole I saw that, fucking yeah. crowd. He's like, I'm trying to watch the yeah. game. <laughs> you see him? He's sitting there like, yeah. he gets up like, he starts clapping. Uh, <laughs> like, but he didn't want to. Yeah, but you know he loves that yeah. shit. Yeah. You have to, man. But yeah, so top three, Burnley are going up. Yeah. Uh, if they stay up in the champion, in the Premier League, not entirely sure. Um, they're solid. I mean, Norwich, we won the league uh, 2021 with 93 points. Dominated every team. Very beautiful attacking football. We go up and we can't even string three passes together. Yeah, it's a totally different game. And 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 Puki, uh, Timo Puki was uh, he was having a good season in the championship for some reason. Yeah. I feel like he started off hot in the Premier League that year and then mm-hmm. kind of just fell off. He did have a good season though. I think yeah. he had like double digit goals. Yeah. So he, I love that you know Timo Puki's goal record. Yeah, like, that me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love him, bro. Yes. Yes. All right. So Puki. Uh, he's an older man now. Um, if if anybody here doesn't know Timo Puki, he's Norwich City's, I believe, uh, fourth, third or fourth all-time leading goal scorer now. Savage. Uh, came on a free transfer from Bronby, uh, in the 2018-19 season. He won the PFA Championship Player of the Year that season and got us promoted in his first year. He had 29 goals, nine assists. He was absolute... Adam. Terror. Then we went up to the Premier League uh, the following season. He had 11 goals, three assists. Um, so he had a, in, in a terrible team. He had a good goal uh, return, but he misses a ton of chances. He creates. He gets in a lot of good opportunities. Yeah. Um, I think their opening game was against Liverpool, and didn't they draw? No, we lost. Um, but we scored. What was the score? Yeah, I think it was. I think, it was like I think they opened or, the, the yeah. scoring uh, stat sheet. Yeah, Buendia assisted Puki at Anfield, and in that very moment, I was like, "This is it. We're getting European football. <laughs> We're gonna be like the next best team of all time." Yeah, the the emotional ride that uh, a team. If you follow a team, you have to like follow them mm-hmm. through through the depths, through the yeah. valleys, bro. Like you have to be so dedicated, and like you can't just switch. And people who don't love the sport and don't get it, the, the like my girlfriend, she's like, Norwich stink. Why do you why do you watch them at seven in the morning? I'm yeah. like, I like I can't explain it. I, just, <laughs> I have to. Yeah, like, yeah. You just there's no explanation. There's no it. giving up. You can't yeah. give up because it's, dude. It's yeah. It's, it's the ride. It's like you you love the ride. You love yeah. the the ups and downs. That's what connects you. If it's always ups, 
the the ups don't feel as great. If it's always downs, the ups feel a million times better. One hundred percent. And that's the beauty of supporting any sports team. Yeah. It's like you're gonna back them no matter what because you reap the rewards when they do. You yeah. supported them through thick and thin, and then the success finally comes, and you could say, "I I stood there in the shit with this team. I did not turn my back, and we can reap the rewards together." Yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a United fan, so like winning is United should be winning a lot of their games. Um but there was times, bro, like you know, after Sir Alex Ferguson left, um it was it was tough, man. Like it, it wasn't fun being a United fan. Um you know, he leaves, we get appointed David Moyes and I thought he was a good coach, not obviously Al- Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, I mean, you see him now, he's at West Ham, they're not doing well, but dude, it was tough, man. They go from him, they went to, um, Louis van Gaal's Red Army, <laughs> um, which, who, who also I loved. Yeah. And, um, who they go after? Mourinho. Mourinho. Like they had so many coaches yeah. that I just, I loved, but. It's tough to it's follow tough. up yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson, man. Yeah, that's a because legend, it's, bro. It's like he's the yo greatest yeah. coach of all time. Yeah, just just great, greatest coach of all time. Yeah, and like he was an asshole. Yeah, still is probably like in the best way. Yeah, he knew how to get players to give everything for him, and he knew how to get the most out of every player. Yeah, that he had at his disposal, and the success that. He, Manchester United had under Sir Alex Ferguson, just a clear representation of of his uh, management ability, you know. Yeah, he um, now was sorry to cut you off. Was no, da- you're good. was David Moyes his his predecessor, right? And he um, he kind of like Alex Ferguson kind of said like this is the next guy. Like I'm done. He's gonna take us far. Yeah. And he just didn't live up to it, right? Well, you know what it was? So I have a lot of issues with the... Oh, let's go. All right, just yeah. sorry. We got Watford West Brom on TV right now. Hell yeah. I just want to highlight one player. Uh, actually, one player from each team. Brandon Thomas Asante up top for West Brom. Uh, came from League Two straight up to the championship. So he skipped a whole wow. division. Uh, he played for Leighton Orient. Uh, oh, no, not, not Leighton Orient. Sorry, Salford. Salford are owned by the Man United, um, Gary Neville, um, Paul Scholes. Oh, wow. They're part owners. So Thomas Asante came from there, and he started his, his West Brom career very well. Uh, he scored a couple game winners for them, but he's a short guy, very tenacious, hardworking, gets in behind the defense, and he's a good finisher. So I think he has five or six goals this season. But he's on the board right now. We're gonna wa- we're gonna watch him a little bit, and then Joao Pedro and Ismail Lasar on Watford, um, Premier League players playing in the Championship. Yeah, uh, they're gonna. Where's get um, uh, not to cut you off, but where's uh, Dini Dinye? Luca Dean. Uh, who the um? Who's the guy who scored for Watford against Leicester? Dini. Oh, Dini. Yeah, he's at Birmingham City now. Ah, he's an old bloke, but uh, he's still doing bits in the championship. He, he's solid, you know. Yeah, he could hold the ball up. He could finish. Obviously, like time catches up with you, but a player of that quality. What's a What's a better moment? Um, 
the Argentina game, which Argentina versus France, World Cup final. Mm-hmm. Obviously, oh, it gets it gets put game. down as one how of luck, the best games how lucky of all are time. We? How lucky I are we? I was watching that game. I'm like, I don't deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> how am I going to tell the future <laughs> yeah. generation just what like, I just watched? They just be like, shut up, old head. Yeah. Like, shut yeah. Up. No, you have no idea. Uh, that game was, I was crying. What it, Was that a better game or was the Leicester City Watford game right. better? So I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch it live. <laughs> I've but seen the YouTube clips. Yeah. I don't know if the game was that good. True, true, true. Um, but the ending. The ending. I don't think it gets better than that. I mean, it does get better if Watford get promoted. They didn't get promoted. Ah, uh, They okay. uh, got to the, I think they got to Wembley, the, the championship playoff final. And I think they lost. I'm not, I don't remember who they lost to, but for for those who don't know, so you have the Premier League, um, top top of the food chain, English um, teams, top twenty, top twenty teams, and then so underneath it is the ch- it's called the Championship, um, the EFL, mm-hmm. also also known as. But so in the EFL Championship League, what you can do is as a club you can gain the rankings, and let's say if you finish one or two, you get an automatic promotion to the premier league Mm -hmm. but if you finish three through what is it six three four five six have a playoff they have playoffs Mm -hmm. so then they have to play each other two legs yeah uh one at each other's stadium sick and then the winners of the semifinal play at wembley stadium and it's absolutely unreal yeah wembley stadium holds can you do you think you could look it up right now yeah pretty sure it's over eighty thousand. it might be a hundred thousand it's an absolutely massive stadium uh and it'll be split down the middle with fans 90,000 90,000 split down the middle of fans who are passionately watching their team it'll be like so for example when Norwich played against Middlesbrough in the playoff final in uh the 20 2014-2015 season uh we ended up winning um 2-0 absolutely dominated them it's lit it was half the stadium was yellow, half the stadium was red. Split right down the middle. So cool. Absolutely unreal. Um, and you're literally watching your team on the brink of... A, when you get promoted from the championship, you get 180 million pounds in TV rights just off from the Premier League. So so yeah. that that will change the club's entire trajectory yeah. for the next decade, if used properly. Yeah. Some teams get that money and they spend it all on transfers that don't pay off and then... They fall into a financial turmoil because they gave all these new contracts and then they get relegated and then they can't afford to keep these put. So you also worked for a, or you were like one of the early beginners of it. You worked for mm-hmm. Hub Football UK. Yeah. So, so yeah. How, how was that uh-huh. experience working in like, in the game, with the game, with like you, you made a couple um, images, like graphic images, mm-hmm. right? That. Who, what player used it? Uh, Cantwell or yeah. So basically, the the way I have like most of my knowledge in the sport is through running that Instagram page. It was uh basically like if you had Sports Center mm-hmm. on your phone, like you followed Sports Center on Instagram, it was that, but strictly English football based, and all the graphics were coming from four individuals, three of them being from England, like college students in England, and then me. So we would pump out a shit ton of content every single day. We were very structured. We had our um, style that we posted in, um, different ways to engage the audience, videos. We were basically like a full-blown 
media company. Uh, but doing it purely for the love of it, yeah. not for profit until the end of it all. But um, yeah, it was a great way to learn about the game, uh, to connect with British football fans, understand their thought process, how they see the game, um, learn a lot about different clubs, um, a lot of different rivalries that I didn't know existed. But yeah, it was cool. I was basically doing graphic images uh, on Photoshop where I would just like, for example, a player scores a hat trick in a game. I Google the player's name, find a picture, uh, make an edit, like a sick edit, tag them, um, and then post it. Basically, what I was trying to do is give recognition to every fan base in England so that they all feel special. We had over 100,000 followers, so if like a League 2 team does something cool and I would post about it or one of the other admins would post about it, those fans would feel something special. They would all share it on their stories. We would grow like that. That was how we gained all our followers. Yeah, that's awesome. It was cool. It was like, instead of like a lot of these media pages post about the big clubs, we were trying to highlight the small clubs. Uh, and it was fun. But that's where I got most of my knowledge of the uh, the sport. I don't do it anymore just because spending that much time creating media content. I was making 15 posts a day. Yeah. Like everything else in my life was out the window. That was like priority. And you get to a point where you're 24 years old now, like I am, and you need money in your pocket to be able to do shit. So true. Had to put that to the side, but all the skills and all that knowledge that I gained, yeah, it stays forever, with you. forever thankful for. Yeah. So yeah, I'd love to get back into that one day. That's like a dream job, but it would have to be financially, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely with this uh, right now. <clears throat> We're going to make a pretty big step. We're going to basically dive into once the MLS season starts, we're going to dive heavy into MLS and we're going to go to like MLS stadiums and Mm -hmm. do interviews outside the stadiums and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun content for people to watch and, you know, it it could grow. I feel like in America, there is a big following, but it's not publicized. It's not really even marketed. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the MLS does a good job, but I think if there was more people who did their own independent work on the MLS, not only would it get bigger, but it would just influence more people to want to watch the beautiful sport. Yeah. It's, you know. And there's, it's really, the the skill level is going up. Yeah. Crazy. The, the players they're bringing into the MLS right now, yeah. unreal. Uh, NYCFC have some talent right now. I don't know if you're familiar with Talis Manuel. Oh, yeah. Baller. Yeah. Gabriel Pereira, baller. Um, Tiago Andrade, incredible. Yeah. My bad. Not you good. Um, but these are players that you would expect to make big moves to bigger clubs, but they stay in the MLS for the second, third year. And it's because the MLS is a good league now. And Solid, solid league. Dude, you're living in maybe, you know, upper Manhattan. Yeah. You're living in New York City, one of the greatest cities in on earth. Mm-hmm. Come on, like yeah. that's it's a sick life for someone coming from like a South American country. That exactly, yeah. There was um, you remember uh, Maxi Morales? Of course, dude. Baller, baller. Yeah, it's just like he's oh the he, he's Argentine. Yeah, Argentine seasoned vet. Yeah, I think he's playing in like racing club right now. Like, uh, they they released him, uh-huh. but it was sad. 
He actually, for some reason, follows me on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Yeah, really weird. That's like your flex. <laughs> That's fine. Does, Follow- he, does he engage with your content? Uh, like- he'll look at, like, my stories uh- <laughs> every now and then. But, like, I'll, like, DM him and be yeah. like, dude, sick. Like, when he was playing, I'd yeah. always DM him, like, dude, sick game. You killed uh-huh. it. Yeah, well, nice goal, whatever. Yeah. And he would just like, like it. it. Or yeah. he'd be like, thanks. Yeah, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool. That's so sick. But shout out Max Morales. Hope, yeah. you're, hope you're doing well. Yeah. He's just probably chilling, bro. Thank you for your service. How yeah, about that? Yeah. Exactly. Just like you've done a lot for the city of New York. Got us a cup, bro. Yeah. War you player. Know? Got yeah. us a cup. It was, uh, that was, it, it actually stinks. It was one of the years I kind of like stopped watching the MLS. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would watch a game here and there, but I didn't go to any games. I yeah. was going, bro. I was going every season. I would hit at least, like, five home games. I think I've been to four NYCFC games in my career. I yeah. went to the home opener. So did I. Was David Villa was there. Yeah. Uh, Jack Harrison. They beat uh, New England. Uh, yeah, Revolution. New England Revolution. What was the score? It was like 3-1, 2-1. 2-1. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 2-1. 2-1. Two, two David Villa scored yeah. the game winner. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Bro, Jack Harrison. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Yo, you remember we were saying like, or I was saying like, there's something beautiful about a nil nil. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a shit game so far. <laughs> <laughs> what this Watford yeah, uh, West been, Brom this game? This has been a horrible game. Absolutely no quality. This is like what the championship brings. Like I watched Norwich absolutely dominate Coventry playing like Premier League quality football a few weeks ago, and then uh, Saturday morning, nil nil with Wigan Athletic. So yeah. like, not a single. XG was created in the entire 90 minutes. It was yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just like, that's, it, it's hard. Like the championship is a 46 game season. So these teams, these players, they find it tough to really lock in for every game. Yeah. The teams that do, like you see Burnley, for example, they have a great manager in Vincent Company, a great man motivator, uh, a leader uh, who leads by example. Uh, he has the credentials to prove it, and these players, they ba- they fight for him every game. So, and, and he's tough. Like I saw, he he's probably in training, like throwing two footed tackles at his own players <laughs> and calling them bitches. Like, so you make a fucking tackle? Yeah, 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 literally. He took out his uh, goalkeeper at halftime one game. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Murich. this week. Yeah, Murich because he had he a was... blunder for uh... yeah. Oh, did you see it? I didn't. I don't. I didn't see it. But oh my god, he tried. What a move he, by yeah. a coach to do such a thing. That's tough. And then he started the next game. Of yeah. marriage. But he ran out of the the box and tried to like. I think he realized he was outside the box. Tried to chest it. Lost the ball. Ran back. Sl- like got absolutely sold for a hot dog. <laughs> slid. Tried to get back up. Bumped into it. It was so bad. Like honestly, like. Dude, props if to I didn't Vincent get take, Company. Yeah, if I didn't get subbed off, I would have just walked off. I'm hurt. I got an ankle yeah, injury. Yeah. yeah, just go down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Company's like, forget the tactics. Like he he has phenomenal tactics. Like when they when Burnley came, or when we went to Turf Moor, they were just pinging the ball around. Their players are so confident. Like confidence in a player is so big to instill the tactics that you want because if all your players have shit touches. Uh, and they don't demand the ball, you're not going to be able to break those lines, switch the field. Uh, but Burnley are flying with confidence. They were pinging the ball around. Every touch was was brilliant. Their center backs were dribbling more, uh, being more adventurous with the ball. And 
that's what you want to see in, in a team that's playing 46 games trying to get promoted. Yeah. You want to see them turn up every game, play with confidence every game. And I've seen that from Norwich, but this season it's just not there. We give the ball away way too much. Um, our, is, mi- our midfielders aren't checking in enough. It's just... Is Sargent still there? Yeah, Josh Sargent? Sargent is our guy right How, now. How's he been doing? I haven't really been hearing about him. Mm-hmm. So he's actually our top scorer or joint top scorer with Pookie. He has 11 goals. Nice. Um, he actually just equaled his um, his uh, goal involvement that he had for Wetter Bremen. He equaled the number with Norwich now in 25 less games. So he has, I think, like 15 goals for us now. Um, and he had 15 for Wetter Bremen. So he's he's doing well for us. His, his season in the Premier League wasn't great. You know, he was a young kid. He had a really nice goal. Remember that? Uh, it was like a the, back the heel. back heel, yeah. yeah. That game against Watford uh, was amazing. Watford away. Um, I think it was Watford away. could have been Everton away. <clears throat> no, it was Watford. I don't really remember. But yeah, he, he scored a phenomenal header, scored a crazy back heel. Yeah. Um, and you just hoped he, he kicked on from there, but... I was surprised no. he didn't get picked for the um, the World Cup. Oh, he was in the World Cup squad. He was, yeah. Yeah, he played. He I think he got hurt like in the third game, but no, nah, he played. And uh, he played pretty well. He had a he was heavily involved in one of I think Pulisic's goals in the World Cup. He had like some good hold up play, laid it off. Uh, but no, nah, he was there. He's a good player. He's like a absolute freak athlete. Yeah. He's a beast. He wins every every header. Um, he'll back into any player, hold the ball up, and he's this season he's proved that he's actually a very good finisher in the Premier League. He had a a really bad miss against Brighton. I don't know if you saw it, but he rounded the keeper. The keeper came out of the box. He rounded him, and then he, all he had was an empty net, and he hit it like he hit the ball like two miles an hour and just slowly rolled, got cleared. <laughs> He was like, yeah. it's like Fernand, Fernando Torres yeah, yeah, yeah. when he uh, beat uh, De Gea. Uh-huh. I mean, it was Van der Sar at the time, but like blew past him and just missed yeah, the net. Yeah. yeah, totally sold. But yeah, that that like miss went pretty viral. And then after that, his confidence was kind of trashed. But now he's he's only 22 and he's sick. Like he'll score and then he'll like his name's Sergeant, so he like salutes the crowd like an army sergeant. And then I love the, that. the whole crowd of British uh, Norwich fans are chanting USA. I, I, that's the best, yeah, bro. I, I love that shit. You know? That's like uh, Fulham does that too, because mm-hmm. uh, Tim Ream. Tim Ream, yeah, he's dude, a beast. Been yo. Killing oh it. my god! I made up a chant for Tim Ream. What's the chant? Don't you forget don't about Ream? <laughs> don't, 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 don't you forget yeah, about, about Ream? That would go. Yeah, that go viral. We went to. Um, Have you been to England? No. You've been no, uh, but you've been to Greece, Europe. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah, like, England is just different. Like if I go to England, I need to go to like the most random. Like I need to go to Kenilworth Road. Where who's stadium? Is Luton that? Town. Luton Town. Where like, even this, like is that? This stadium is in the center of like a housing complex or like a a collection of apartment buildings, and mm-hmm. it's just a stadium in the middle. And people's literal back gardens are the stadium. <laughs> Look it up right now on Google. Kenilworth Road, Luton Town. You have to like walk through people's backyards to get in. And they're playing in the second tier, and they're pushing for promotion. So if this is a Premier League ground, 
Imagine Man United turning up to this this stadium. That's like the coolest part too. Like when, oh yeah, dude, that's sick. Um, I love when like big clubs have to go play at like Ooh, smaller Canada's, venues. Oh, oh, oh goal! We goal. Ken Ken Samo. Little Shelfer. What a goal! That was actually the worst goal I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the goalie barely even knocked it out of his absolute blunder. Yeah. Um. Ball just getting pinballed. But this was a good hold to play here from Keenan Davis, you know? Yeah, dude, this is crazy. He's one of Watford's most underrated players, Ken Sama. He's just like a absolute workhorse. You could play him on the wing. You could play him at, like, left back. He just does the job. Keenan Davis holds the ball up here. Back to goal. Gets a shot off. Yeah. Consistent play. Fair play. Mario Gaspar is La Liga standard player. He's playing in the championship. Good signing for them. Yeah. So, um, have you been watching the Champions League? Uh, yeah, I dabble. Yeah? I definitely dabble in the Champions League. Um, what are your thoughts right now? Who do you think? So, I was going to go over some of the games that we have uh, coming up this week. Um we had the first four games go on, um, mm-hmm. but we have a... So tomorrow, we have a Frankfurt who qualified because they won Europa League last year. Mm-hmm. They're taking on Napoli. Somehow got out of their group stage, but Napoli is uh, just a Napoli. dog, son. Napoli. Baracelia. Who's that? Usiman. Um, yeah, Usiman. Yeah. Bro, dude. Those two? Oh, dude. They're, cr- they're a crazy team. They... Oh. They had they didn't lose a game until their last group stage game against Liverpool. Yeah, they're unreal. Yeah, they have a a phenomenal center back. I forgot his name. Hold up. Yeah, it's gonna be Kim. um. Yeah, Kim Minjay Kim. Do they have a they have a Di Lorenzo? Oh, they do. Yeah, right back number oh, twenty two. Yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, he's fam. He's family. Te- text him like good luck. <laughs> Right before the game. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say, I want to shout out. Oh, shit. What happened to Joel Pedro? He's like dead. What even? Uh, Giovanni. Giovanni Di Lorenzo. What a guy. Yeah. Um, but it should be a good game. I have Napoli taking this. This guy right here. This guy is going to be absolute world beater. How do you say his last name? Kvaratskelia. Kavadashkelia. Yeah, something like that. He's from Georgia. He's definitely their best player they've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but this guy, off the dribble, he's so powerful. He plays left wing, and he just gets the ball. He'll do like a five-star skill move, beat a player, drive inside, and then just finish, like curl it top corner, uh, put it low near post. But he does it like, like it's easy. He beats players off the dribble so easily i've never seen i mean i've i've seen players like it but just the way this guy plays is just so unique and so crazy keep an eye on him for sure uh when you watch this if you watch uh napoli frankfurt yeah yeah keep an eye on yeah. I, i'm if i had to like give a prediction prediction i would predictions I, yeah i would probably say napoli two nothing i'm gonna say like three nil Three no. Yeah, I like that. I, they're just gonna dominate. Yeah, I I don't think Frankfurt scores one. Um, maybe they get one. Maybe it's a two one game. 
Mm-hmm. But I see the overhitting. Definitely, I, I think t- over two and a half goals for sure. Um, and then, dude, Napoli, as scary as a thing it is to say, I can see them like going deep into this tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Nobody wants to play Napoli right now. Yeah. When you have players that are just like in such good form in attack and defense. I also hate, though, how they do draws for the next matchups. Like, I'd rather know, all right, just just set up a table mm-hmm. where you have one side, eight teams, the other side, eight teams, mm-hmm. and then just keep going. And whoever you whoever is your next matchup, yeah. after that draw that you do for the table, yeah. that's who you have to play. Oh, so you know, like, basically who you're going to play. In I don't game. like this. Oh, oh, since we're an English club, yeah. we can't play this team. Oh, we were yeah. in the group stage together. We can't play each other. Mm-hmm. That It's not... F- I don't know. I feel like it just... It'd be more structured that way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like... And it takes away the po- the potential for, like, a rigged draw. Like, some of the draws, I feel like, are so rigged. I always feel like City gets yeah. off the... They get, such like, they easy, get easy draws yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah. And then they, you know, they made it to the final. Uh-huh. They always have, like, Against Chelsea. Bar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this year they have uh, RB Leipzig, which, not, not a terrible draw for mm-hmm. them. Um, Leipzig right now sitting in fifth place in the Bundesliga um, with 39 points. I think they just got, um, what's his name back from injury? Nkunku? Mm-hmm. Which, and he came on and had an assist Wow! in his first game back. So, I mean, he's an absolute baller. He's another, if you didn't know, is going to Chelsea next season. Yeah. Another player to bolster their attacking options that they have so many of. Top bully, baby ridiculous my boy just signs everyone he wants mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't just, give a fuck yeah, like if you if you work you work if you yeah. don't you know sell him no we're loaning you you're part of our loan army now facts they have not not do or madueke they just got um modric Ooh, nice touch from pedro they have donny omo but he he's hurt till mid march but yeah, like still a good signing mm-hmm who else do Chelsea have though? They have Pulisic, who I think is going to leave soon. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard he's transferred to go to Italy, which what club? I heard AC Milan. Oh, he's like linked with them. Yeah, probably like you know Sergio Dest. Yeah, probably work well together on the left side. Yo, bring Pulisic to the MLS. I agree. <laughs> I I would I would agree on that. He would, I, he would score like forty seven goals. Yeah. And then make the league popping. Yeah, without a doubt. Yo, cheers. This cheers. Been a great man. conversation. Hell yeah, Shit game, but... It's all good. You know. um, but also tomorrow, so other than the Frankfurt-Napoli game, at the same time, we have Liverpool hosting Real Madrid. Ooh. An informed Liverpool now. Yeah. Are they informed? They're they're getting there, man. They're climbing the table. Mo Salah's scoring again. Gakpo scoring. Nunez is scoring, assisting. Yeah. Van Dyke's back. He's back. Allison's playing great. Mm-hmm. You know they're still they're midfield. They're they actually have that young kid, um, Basatik. Yeah, Bayetic. Bayetic, Stefan Bayetic. Um, he's been playing well, man. He's like, what is he? Uh, he's eighteen. Yeah, he's young as shit. And you know what I mean? I'm like, pretty sure Salah said in an interview, he was like, "Yeah, this kid's our best player." Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. He's coming from Salah. Yeah, and they're taking on a Real Madrid side that 
Ooh, West Brom. You know, they're they're battling for Goal. The, John Swift. You gotta lean over it, bruv. John Swift. Um, they're still battling. They are eight points behind Barcelona right now in La Liga. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, Madrid. That's are, a lot, man. Madrid that's a lot are, of points um, and Champions League, man. You gotta. I don't know. I I have really bad feeling about this game. Could go either way, in my opinion. Yeah, I I think. Uh, now, do you, as a United fan, want to see Liverpool get destroyed? I, as a United fan, yes. Mm-hmm. But my, I, so I've had to stop betting with my heart mm-hmm. and bet with my brain. So in this game, I like Liverpool plus a half a point. Mm-hmm. So I like them to either draw or win. You want to hear something fucked up? Yeah. I've never made a sports bet in my life, so I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> basically, all right, so plus a half a point. Yeah. Basically means half a point so if they finish zero zero mm-hmm. that's a tie you hit you win if they win if liverpool was to win and i bet the plus a half a point i also win my bet if they lose i lose my bet mm-hmm. but it's better than betting like so you could bet money line or the draw or the spread if you bet the draw but liverpool wins you don't win oh, yeah you don't win the draw bet mm-hmm. and you should have taken the money line yeah but uh, I honestly think Liverpool going into this game are favorites, um, money line wise. So it's gonna be weird to see, man. I mean, Real Madrid defending champions. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Uh, I think they're gonna have. A, they're at Anfield. So. They're at Anfield. Um, you know, Vinicius could really take Trent to the to the cleaners. Mm-hmm. You know, put him into a spin cycle. Yeah, hundred percent. That's a matchup to watch. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be fun, man. I, I I have this. Like I said, I I think a draw. I also I would love for Real Real Madrid to just go in there and give him a fucking ass whooping. Yeah, I'm gonna predict a nil nil. Nil nil. Yeah, I feel like it's just gonna be a closely contested battle, but nobody will find the breakthrough. It'll be a frustrating game. Yeah. When both teams attacks. Solid defensive performances on both sides. That's my prediction. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm gonna give them a goal each, just cause. Mm-hmm. I don't like predicting games to end 0-0, zero, yeah. zero, which they happen, though. Mm-hmm, they definitely <laughs> I just do. like seeing goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, also, so following that game, we also have the following day on Wednesday, February 22nd. Uh, we have Inter Milan taking, hosting FC Porto. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know much. All I know is Porto has a, honestly, he's like one of my favorite players just because of the World Cup. They have this, uh, who, uh, he is, um, the heck is his name? Oh, um, Tarimi, the Iran- uh, Iranian. You're talking about Porto? Yeah, they have this guy. Uh, oh, Taremi. Yeah, Taremi. Beast of a player, bro. Yeah, he's doing well in the league. Yeah, he had a hat trick a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was like a month ago. Um, but he get he has good stats, man. I mean, he hat trick against Aruka. Aruka, and a, and a nice four nothing win. Um, but Porto are dangerous. Inter Milan, I find, are struggling. Mm-hmm. I don't find that they. You know they where are they sitting right now in uh, Syria? Second place in Syria, but still like. Masses, massive amount of points behind. Um, you're, we're talking. Yeah, Napoli are 
15 yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah Napoli are almost at this point solidified to mm-hmm. win the league. So now if you look at the league table, uh, the Serie A, and you just take Napoli out, because Napoli are just like yeah. head and shoulders Different above breed. everybody else right now. Yeah. I mean, Inter aren't doing terrible. You know, you have Lautaro Martinez is their guy right now. Um, absolute beast of a player. He's got 13 goals. Um, Barella in midfield, Italian. Absolute baller right now. Um, Sheckle. Jekyll, of course. Lukaku, just a weird, weird guy. <laughs> you know, is he good? Is he bad? We yeah. don't know. I never know. He's good in FIFA. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's always been a fucking beast in FIFA. But yeah, I think I think his confidence is bolstered because of the uh, the World Cup bout he had. Yeah, and he always like his goal numbers are always so like good. He's always had good returns. Even at United, his goal return was pretty good. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure he had like sixteen goals. In a season in the Premier League, he scored over twenty goals. But like his United career is kind of looked at as like a bit of a failure now. Nah, yeah, I would agree. I mean, other than a little closer, other than winning Europa League, they didn't really do much. I think they mm-hmm. finishing in second place was good against a City team that. Yeah. I mean, maybe one of the best City teams of all time when they had uh, the Centurion season. Yeah, over a hundred points. Yeah. Um. It was crazy, man. Like, Oh, no. They didn't get over 100 points. No, not that season. Did they get over 100 points in a season? No, it was 100 goals, I think. No, they, they, I think they had a 101 no way. finish one year. If they did, then I'm calling my brother and apologizing. <laughs> um, Fucking hell. 2017-18, they finished 100, with... 100, yo. Holy shit. Yeah, that's... Teams in the championship don't even do that, and they have, like... More games. Much more games. Yeah. Yeah, it was... uh, Yeah, they finished with 100 points plus 79 goal differential. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like... It's disgusting. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Imagine being like a Man City fan. Yo, imagine being a United fan and watching that. <laughs> oh, trust me, I did. One of the worst Bastards. days... One of the worst days... They're was not when... even that good. <laughs> they just get lucky. Yeah, they get... the refs are on their side. Yeah. All the time. Um... I was saying this on a couple podcasts. I think it was last podcast. You know, City win games, but they're most of the time they're boring games. Yeah, they're not like exciting to watch. Other than their goals, their build up play, mm-hmm. they're not fun. Yeah, I don't like. I like watching a game, and I referenced uh, Arsenal. Arsenal yeah. gritty. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking dogfight of a match, and. It's fun to watch because you're watching these guys, you know, mm-hmm. die for for the win or, or or to tie it or to, you know, at, at least gain points. Mm-hmm. Whereas, not that Man City's not doing that, but I feel like it's so, Man City's so corporate. It's yeah. so like beyond the sport where, yeah, we're watching a really good game, a really, I mean, a, a really good team, crazy players, Holland, mm-hmm. Jack Grealish, um, Gudegon. Foden, um, uh, Mares, like, dude, players that are just unbelievable in skill, but yeah. you watch the game, it's just a lot of passing. Yeah, it's like, oh, we don't have the perfect opportunity on the right wing, so yeah. now we're gonna swing it all the way back. We Which don't is have it perfect here? Yeah, we're swing it all the way back. They're just they're so um, well drilled in yeah. how to win games. Exactly, their players are seasoned professionals, and mm-hmm. it's like they know exactly what to do in the games where it doesn't come off. Uh, 
teams really take advantage, you know? Yeah, Nottingham they drew, Forest. They drew Nottingham Forest 1-1, and yeah. City weren't on it, and Forest knew how to exploit that. Um, yeah. And that was, like, for a City fan, uh, I know my little brother's a City fan, my older brother's a City fan, it was just miserable for them. And it's a 1-1 draw, you know? Yeah. Like, in the Premier League, as a Norris fan, I'm taking a point no matter what, but for 100%. them, a 1-1 yeah. draw is a loss. What, yeah. And Even, a 1-1 draw to Forest is worse than a loss. Yeah, even if you're away, I mean, I get like, yeah, you're away, getting the point is good, but mm-hmm. dude, not. They had so many opportunities. Yeah. But I guess that's what happens when you're not even taking your chances. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking the chance, taking it to net, taking a shot, because, oh, the opportunities. And, and Pep, Pep is that type of coach, too, where if you don't listen to what he says, mm-hmm. you're getting pulled off the field. Yeah. So it's almost like he instills fear into these players where they're scared to make a mistake mm-hmm. or, or to be spontaneous. Yeah. You know, it's it's more stick to the script. Yeah, they lose a bit of their freedom to yeah. like express themselves on the ball. Which I love to see, and that's yeah. what I find Arsenal are yeah. doing. You know, Odegaard, free on the ball. You know, he's like a naked baby. Yeah. <laughs> so smooth. He's so smooth. Silky. Saka, too. Yeah, um, dude. They just have fun. Martinelli. Yeah. yeah. They're a fun team. I mean, it was a tough loss for them, but uh, against City. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But they, that was a, an example of, like, the more well-drilled side. You know, you could have all the, the flair and the youth and the bounce yeah but if you don't have the structure and the experience to win these games there's going to be a gap there and yeah city just they know how to win games they know what to do i mean arteta's a good manager but i don't think there's a manager on earth or that we've ever seen that could lay out the exact game plan that will work on how to be the team yeah and then implement it as good as pep does into his team so they show it on the field i think that was exactly what happened in that game. Yeah. There was a um, a quote from Thierry Henry when Pep was the coach at uh, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And he, he said, you know, there was a game Pep told us, told me not to move from my position. And he wound up like crossing field to get the ball, mm-hmm. got the ball scored. Second half, he gets pulled off. Yeah. Because he didn't stay in his exact position. Mm-hmm. That's Terry Henry, man. Yeah, and he scored. And he scored. It's not like, foul, yeah. 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 It's not like, oh, I moved out of position and it we conceded a goal. Yeah. Then I get it. Like, yeah, all right. You you know, you you want to be not you don't want to listen to my game plan, but yeah. nobody's bigger than the the club. But he scores. He he opens up the field, puts in a bagger and still gets taken off. Where yeah. I he just, probably knew too. He probably was yeah. like, yeah, like after he, he scored, he's it, like, yeah. yeah, I'm so getting stuff off. Like, <laughs> I know Pep. Yeah, he's yeah. pissed. I'm not looking at him. Don't, don't he's not even clapping. Like, yeah. yeah. Just Arms sitting. crossed. Yeah. what I say? Stay on the right. <laughs> you do not listen. You do not listen. How many times I did fucking tell you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Good manager, though. Yeah, good, I mean, if... I've seen Thierry on replay. Yeah. For Red, Red Bulls? Bulls yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Red Bulls. I think it was against Columbus Crew or some shit. He's a legend, man. He didn't score. He came on as a sub in like the 89th minute. I think it was like the end of his career. Yeah. But yeah, he's dope. I actually, so it was for my brother's um, 
bachelor party the day before so we we went for his bachelor party we bought a, like a bunch of group tickets to nyc fc versus red bulls mm-hmm. at yankee stadium and the day before um we kind of know timmy parker because uh he went to hicksville mm-hmm. he he's better you know he knows my brother more i'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to get him on the pod we'll see how yeah, it works that would be sick um yeah so we went to the practice before Mm-hmm. And we were like bullshitting and stuff, but there, dude, there was a player. Oh, uh, Bradley Life, Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah, he was still on the Red Bulls at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, dude, obviously, uh, Tim Parker to me is like a god. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, m- me and him were like bullshitting for a little bit, and then Bradley Life, Bradley Wright Phillips came over, and me and him were talking, bro. It was, mm-hmm. I was like, I try not to like be like a like a like a fanboy, you know, like. I don't like, I don't want them to feel like, yeah. can you sign my, like, that was my dad, yo. My dad yeah. was like, can I get a picture with you guys? And they were like, yeah, mm-hmm. no problem. I'm like, dad, You're stop. embarrassing <laughs> me. <laughs> but you also want, are, are going to yeah. try and act like you've been there before. Like, yeah. you're just normal dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's good. They're just yeah. the bros. They're, yeah. You know, they yeah. want to talk about bullshit. Like, sick hoodie. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I, I like your cleats, man. Nice yeah. boots. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was cool. We were, you know, uh, Chris Armis was the coach at the time. Mm-hmm. So he came over and he was like, "Oh, you guys." Is he at Leeds right now? Yeah, mm-hmm. Leeds assistant coach. Uh-huh. And uh, he came over. He's like, "Oh, you're getting married." I was like, "Yeah, he's a sucker." <laughs> Chris Arnish just starts dying laughing. I'm like, "Boom!" This would have been sick on the pod. <laughs> Should have started this years ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Have you had your brother on the pod? Um, never, not yet. No. Um, he's, he's a, is he still semi pro or pro? Yeah. He he plays for the USPL, mm-hmm. UPSL. I yeah. forget what the um, right abbreviation is, but um, yeah, he's he's been battling injuries. Yeah, but he's a striker, right? Striker, dude. Yeah, one of the if he was given, so he went to Germany. He played fourth division in Germany, but his tryout didn't go well, mm-hmm. and they took a guy over him who um, was more fluent. In German. Yeah. So I think it just... It held him back. He was a little homesick. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, he, he plays for Rock City Boom. Uh-huh. Which, shout out Rock City Boom. They're a lot of fun that? to watch. Uh, Rochester. Okay. Rochester, New York. Um, they basically compete. So there's a team. It's called like Flower City. They're like pretty high up as ranking wise. Coming. So I think a lot of these cities... Rochester, St. Louis. You just saw St. Louis has an expansion team for the MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, Timmy Parker just went there. He, they, I think we're going to enter a phase in the MLS within the next coming years where we're going to have a promotion relegation I, system. I can't wait for that. And I think that's going to take over yeah. American football, soccer, yeah. where we're going to love it, bro. Like People are going to just get on board. Don't get me wrong. I love mm-hmm. the playoffs. Yeah. But you can have your domestic, like just like how there's the FA Cup and the yeah and the um whatever EFL Cup. I mean, they have the U.S. Open Cup, right? Exactly. But yeah. still, like I, I hate the playoffs. Like you said, you like them. Yeah. I hate them. I don't it's like. Why are we playing the playoff final or like the championship final at one team stadium? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. No. Why isn't it a neutral stadium? Why is there? Why is it only one leg? Why is know? it one leg? It, yeah. It's, it's stupid. Also, San Antonio FC. 
they won the USL championship. They had a phenomenal season. Yeah, they and should be the, benefited to join be benefited. the MLS. They're playing that. another season in the USL championship, and the team that finished second are in the MLS now. I think it's Charlotte or something. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't it, make any sense to me. It's like this business-operated world where you need the financial backings yeah. to be able to be considered an MLS team, where it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. If like, you win the championship, mm-hmm. you get fucking promoted. Yeah. Boom. That's simple. And the, it's like entirely up to the club that gets promoted to build enough of a, like momentum to yeah. get fans New to their, signings, their stadium. Yeah, upgrade the stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, look at Nashville. Yeah. One of the nicest stadiums built in recent time. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. Yeah. I've never been, but yeah. I've, I've seen pictures. You've been to Nashville? I've been to Nashville. Yeah, yeah, Nashville's great. Yeah, it's a fun fucking city. Phenomenal time. The outskirts. I hit the outskirts more than... I liked the outskirts more than I liked... The main city. What do you? What parts of the outskirts are you talking? So we went to. I forget what it was called, uh, but it was like far from the main strip, mm-hmm. and it was dude. It was sick. Would you go out there? Yeah. Uh, I only left like Broadway for food. Yeah. I went to this place called Martin's Barbecue. Yeah. Did you have um? What was it called? Uh, that chicken. Hot chicken? Yeah, the hot chicken. Yeah. That shit was crazy, bro. So fucked up. It was like a colon cleanser for me. Oh, me too. <laughs> me and my boy. Um, we kind of just went to Nashville spontaneously. Lit. Um, we had an Airbnb, and we went to Hattie B's Hot Chicken. That's what it was, Hattie yeah, B's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went yeah. to Hattie B's. We rode like bird scooters. Nice. Got our Hattie B's, ate it there, and then took a bunch home. And then, like, I don't know, we went out, so we weren't like really eating. So we had the Hattie B's in the fridge, and then the next morning it was it was Hattie B's hot chicken for breakfast. <laughs> what a day to start your and morning! Then, and we came back, had hot uh, hot chicken for lunch. Oh my god, bro! Like, I still owe a ton of apologies to my body for what I did <laughs> while I was there. Um, dude, did you, so if you ever go back, um, I'll probably go back. There's this sick Nashville Arsenal bar mm-hmm. that I went to. It's called Fleet Street Pub. And you basically, it's like in an alleyway. Yeah. And you walk down like a huge flight of steps and it's in like a basement mm-hmm. and it's like muggy. It's like got like that English smell. Someone's yeah. e- eating like bangers and mash. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll tell you. So this is where our last day in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We had a great week. Um, but this was the last day we saw, our, you know, Chris Stefano. Yeah. Comedian. comedian. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. Yeah, we went, we saw him our first day. Mm-hmm. And then on, so that was on Friday. And then on Monday, our last day there, we had tickets to the um, Bills versus Titans game. Mm. So it was like midday. We got brunch and we all went out. You went over the bridge to the field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sick. So the it was a Monday night football game. Um, also that day at 3 p.m., Ars- um, Crystal Palace was playing Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Alex uh, Alexander Lacazette was still on the team, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I was I, I was with the gang. I was like, "Yo, everyone, let's go! Like, let's go to this Fleet Street Pub. I heard it's sick." Oh, to watch the Arsenal Palace game. Yeah, no, we all went. Like, Shut up! It's yeah. Monday Night Football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we all went, and what wound up happening was everyone left. Yeah, and they were like, "You're good to you want to stay?" Because everyone was like, "Oh, I want to change. I want to take a shower, take yeah. a nap." And the game was still on. 
the Arsenal Crystal yeah. Palace game. I was like, dude, you guys are fucking. How do you not want to watch this game right yeah, now? Yeah. Like we're in it's end to end. We're in the Arsenal bar yeah. and they're playing. Dude, it was like it was pretty packed out because yeah. there was a lot of Arsenal fans from Nashville. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, fucking you guys go. The bartender is like looking at me. He's like, you're buying all their drinks. I'm like, yeah, I'm buying their drinks. He's like, can I get you anything else? So this is how it started. I go, yeah, let me get a, you have coffee? He's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let me get a Irish coffee. He's uh-huh. like, all right, bet. I had six Irish coffees. Uh-huh. Watched the Arsenal game, bet. Uh, betting was legal in Nashville yeah. at the time. So I bet um, Alexander Lacazette to score. I bet Arsenal money line. It was tied 1-1. Yeah. 90-something minute. Lacazette scores. Lacazette scores, Damn bro. Yeah, Yo, I was <laughs> freaking out, bro. And, like, everyone out, like, all these Arsenal fans that I'm with, yeah. they're like, are you an Arsenal fan? I'm like, yeah. no, nah, nah. I'm a United fan, but yeah. I got money on them. <laughs> so the day was, dude, the day was hot, yeah. son. Like, literally, I'm so drunk. Yeah. I'm so drunk, but I'm so caffeinated. What was the goal? Do you remember the goal? It was a cross. I'm pretty sure it was a corner kick. Yeah. And I don't know who sent like it in. Scramble in the box. Either. Yeah. And it was getting like pinned around. Yeah. And somehow it got pinned far post. Yeah. And Lacazette just like yeah. buries it. Uh-huh. And we all thought he was offside. Yeah, but yeah, he wound up being onside. Yeah, yeah. Dude, one of the greatest experiences uh-huh. in my life. See, that's where I like, I'm a huge fan of the game. Love English football, but I don't immerse myself. Like, they, there's a. English football culture in America, in New York. You can go to like bars in the city you ever and heard find of, your uh, team. Like, f- um, the hell is it called? The football pub or something like that. Um, in, in the city, right? Yeah, it's like right near Penn Station. Yeah, my brother's football been there. factory. Yeah, my brother's been there. I, I haven't Sick. been. I feel like I'm a disgrace. We're not going. I wish Long Island had, which they do. They do have like English Premier League mm-hmm. bars. Uh, it's actually funny. So, um, my my pops he passed away but um i was taking him into the city one day to uh go for like testing he had mm-hmm. to get like he had to go to the doctors go to like a couple tests yeah. um so we're sitting there in the waiting room united's playing newcastle at 10 a.m uh-huh. and i'm like yo dad would it be cool if i went and like watched the manchester united game uh-huh. and he was like He's like sleeping yeah. <laughs> and he's like yeah i don't care i'm mm-hmm. like you're good though like you don't need me to like yeah, yeah like be here for like tests to like hear what the doctor's saying he's like ryan they're gonna tell me i have cancer and i have cancer and i'm like all right <laughs> yeah dab up. I, I was like all right i'll see you in a little bit i go yeah. to this like random manchester united bar it's like 8 a.m uh-huh. um i think they played at 10 yeah they played at 10 dude i'm sitting there i drank like four guinnesses mm-hmm. i must have had like an i like two irish coffees I'm bullshitting with like random English people. Yeah. They're like, why are you here? I'm like, oh, I'm, my dad's at Sloan Kettering uh, right now. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just, he's, you know, he's sleeping. He's all knocked out and stuff. So I got to watch the team. Dude, they were dying laughing. They're like, dude, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, dude, you're like, just taking a break. Yeah. Um, so they, they win. I think they beat Newcastle like 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, there was a game after, but I didn't say. Yeah. I was so drunk. I walked back into the hospital, bro. And I'm just, I just sit next to my dad again. He's like, how was the game? I'm like, yeah, I won. Yeah, it was good. It was good. What was the score? Like, I couldn't we tell won. <laughs> And he was like, are you drunk right now? I'm like, no. Yeah. And he's like, you smell 
You like, smell like Guinness. You reek like alcohol. And I was like, no, no, I didn't drink. Yeah. Dude, I knocked out. We were there for like four hours. Mm-hmm. I knocked out, bro, for literally like yeah. three hours. <laughs> the best. That's how like people in England, they go see their team play, you know? Yeah. Like, they go to the stadium with their family. They do the whole shebang. This is how we enjoy it. Yeah. Know? We wake up early, shit. The morning. We do some. Uh, we do some obscure things. We watch our team, and then we just go about our day. Yeah. You know, like I personally, usually wake up. I have my desk in my room. Just open my laptop, make breakfast, and I'll just sit there and eat my breakfast while watching a tiny screen. You yeah. Know? That's my experience, but I still show up every time. Oh yeah. You know. I'm never gonna do my. It's tough because, like, you know, Saturday morning games. I want to do something on Friday. Yeah, Friday night. It's Friday night. Yeah, I want how to go often out. are you? How often are you out? And you're like looking at your phone. You're like seven thirty. Why are we playing at seven thirty? Oh, it's so if tough. I, bro. And then you're like, it's like one a.m. You're like, all right. So if I get to bed by three and I fall asleep quick as shit, yeah, I'll be able to get up like right at kickoff. Not even know what the lineups are. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then every time, and yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll take a nap. Oh. I'll take a nap at like two a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't take a nap yeah. at all, and I'm just yeah. up all day on Saturday. And yeah. I'm just like, bro, you wake up, like scrub your eyes, open your laptop. It's like yeah. the third minute. You're like, who's playing? Like, what's our lineup? You're like one eyes open. You're like, oh shit, we're playing like we're playing like trash. The other team had two shots already. Yeah. And then I go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah, go back to sleep. Wake up like half time. Yeah, like, oh shit, we're winning. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. I can only imagine. Imagine being on the West Coast. Yeah. What is that? That's like a. Three I mean, that probably be from better here. for me because I, I stay up late. True. Like, so you might be watching with. a game at like three a.m. Yeah, I'd rather watch a game at three a.m. than yeah. watch a game at seven a.m. It's true. Because yeah, I'll stay up. I'll just stay up. Yeah, I would stay up all morning. I I wouldn't probably go to sleep till like ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacific time. Yeah. What's more, bourbon? Yes, yeah, sir. Let's do it. Cheers. Fucking love bourbon. Cheers, bro. <clears throat> if we want to get back into it, I mean, we could do these last predictions. So if you had to do a pr- predictions for the Inter Milan FC Porto game, who would you um, take? Just off blind. So I'm basing this off the fact that Inter Milan was like my first team that I ever liked just because I used to have this game called Pro Evolution Soccer on my PlayStation, my PSP. You ever have a PSP? I had a PSP, yeah. That was like the best. Those were like the best devices. The best device of all time. So yeah. I would play Pro Evo Soccer on there. Or no. I think it was called World's Tour Soccer. Something like that. It wasn't It wasn't PES. And the first team I ever played with was Inter Milan. So, because I like their blue and black. So I'm going to go Inter Milan here. <laughs> Based off the colors. Based off the colors of the uniform. Yeah. Um. I could see a... I think it's... So it's weird. The first legs have been like I hear I'll go through them real quick. Um Milan against Tottenham 1-0. Mm-hmm. Milan. Bayern Munich versus PSG. Bayern Ooh, Munich 1-0. Yeah. Kingsley Coleman against his former club. You love to see that. No Selly toes. No like, Selly. Respect. Yeah. Um Dortmund versus Chelsea. Mm-hmm. 1-0. I DM you with that goal, right? Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Kids Blue a, by Enzo. Yeah, kid's a baller, man. Yeah, that was... He had a tough, like, uh, slow start to his career. Yeah. Uh, at Dortmund, but he was one of those players that you just were just waiting to pop off. You know, he's such a... He's got bags of talent. He's got pace. He's got finishing. He's, when his confidence is up, he's just like... He's kind of like an Nkunku type player where... Yeah. We'll just get him behind your defense. He'll just pick the ball up, score from anywhere. He he recently scored against uh, 
Hertha. Hertha. Yeah, he scored again. Back heel. Yeah, like a sick back heel. And and it had an assist that game as mm-hmm. well. So, to you know, to good freaking matchup for them coming into the second leg. Um, mm-hmm. but it's weird. Like these games have been finishing one nil, yeah. whereas back in the day, to score away, Dortmund's home there, but and and Milan were home. But let's say Bayern's sake to score away, it was worth more. It mm-hmm. Was worth technically speaking one and a half goals. Yeah. But now it's not a thing anymore. Whereas I find losing a game in the first leg, 1-0, away, isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Because then you're home the next game. Yeah. You have you all this easily, momentum. Yeah, you could easily win 2-0 yeah. at home. Uh, not easily, but like you get that home momentum for sure. Even if you score one, yeah. you guys will go to extra time, yeah. potentially yeah. PKs mm-hmm. if need be. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's scary, you know, mm-hmm. because it's the end of the the matchup the bout where if they do put another one in you're kind of fucked yeah so i agree with you i honestly i could see i could see inter milan taking this at home one nil maybe a one one draw but uh i would i would give the uh advantage to inter yeah i'm just gonna say inter just because they're to me like the more champions league um suited side and i just don't know enough about the porto side right now to um, say that they're gonna come into the San Siro and win. Yeah, in the Champions League. What is this quarterfinals? Uh, round of sixteen. Round of sixteen. I yeah. mean, Porto are on a really, really big hot streak. Um, haven't lost a game since October twenty first against Benfica. Oh shit! And then they lost in the Champions League All before right. that in September. Porto four <laughs> 0 I just changed my whole decision. No, uh, I just think, you know, you not that they don't play good teams. Obviously, they play really good teams. But when it comes to it, you're away. Yeah. That's where my brain goes to. Oh, you're not home. Mm-hmm. So fuck all this. You know, even when you're in Portugal playing your games, you're yeah. still in Portugal. Yeah. You're not in Italy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got to go to uh, Giuseppe Mazzaia. Mm-hmm. And then take on a team that have been struggling, but they're in Champions League, man. Yeah, it's Champions League, bro. This is you Champions League. You talk about blah, 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 but we in Champions League, man. Rev is different, fam. It's different, fam. Um, no, um, I can see Inter taking it. Yeah, for sure. I really do. And you know what? Just because I want to piss my brother off, I'm saying Man City. Yeah, all right. Let's get yeah. into the next game. Man City are losing this one. Damn, son. Yeah, they're not going to turn up. It's going to be a poor performance from Erling Holland and Kevin De Bruyne. They're going to lose 2-0. Damn. But they're going to come back. Second leg. Second leg, 3-2. It's going to be a, a game that City fans will remember forever. That's well, my prediction for the leg. They're going to lose the first one. Second one, they're going to have a dramatic comeback and win. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you could see City how they are right now. They're losing game. Well, not losing, but they... They're losing in the Premier League. Um, what are they? Three points behind Arsenal right now. Two out. two points behind Arsenal. Uh, but they had that big tie. Yeah. Against Nottingham Forest, which is never pretty. Mm-hmm. And then Arsenal come and win. They beat Villa four two. Yeah. Uh, they lost so to Tottenham. It kind of turned Man City beating Arsenal into like a one point game almost. Yeah. So. So uh, you know. You got to be consistent. You got to win your games against the teams in around you, and then keep winning. Yeah. If you want to stay up there, you can't 
you can't really give us like an inch of wiggle room to any teams that you're you're coming up against because these teams in the Premier League are fucking good. Yeah, you know? they're good. They're gonna pick points up. You got to continue to turn up week in week out. Yeah, and I think with Ninkonku being healthy, yeah, I could see Timo Werner. Dude, Timo Werner against a team that he used to have to play twice a year. Yeah. He know he. I don't know. I I, I trust this Red yeah. Bulls, uh, the Red Bull side. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna say they win. I could see a draw. I could see a one-one draw. Um, I love Timo Werner. I wish he really like popped off yeah. for Chelsea. It would I have mean, been. Uh, he, look, if you look at his goal scoring record, it's not bad. He, he had twenty-three goals in eighty-nine matches. Yeah. As like playing. He was not like a. Uh, he was like a hybrid. Yeah, he was like a center forward kind of like. Yeah. Attacking mid winger, he's pretty he, good. He had a couple assists too. His finishing ability was just mm-hmm. atrocious. Nine assists. Oh shit! Here's Wofford, Yeah. On the attack. Oh, oh back heel can do Such a poor game. Yeah. Yeah. The only teams you'll really see in the championship right now, playing good football, are Burnley and Middlesbrough. Actually, I think Middlesbrough are going up. Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield United too. You know who I, I like? Sunderland. Sunderland are playing great football right now. Ahmad Diallo, yeah, beast. United he's, loan. He's a beast, dude. He's so good. He, you could tell, like, a lot of these players, um, that make these big money moves from a young age, they may not produce like world class performances every game, but you could see why teams spend like money on them and, yeah. and put faith in them. Like they just have this this it factor. Yeah, Diallo Diallo has this it factor where. He creates. He'll just, yeah, he'll just get the ball and do some crazy shit and score a banger. And yeah. you're just like, I've never seen my team's best player ever do that. You know? Yeah. They have this this thing from such a young age, this confidence, this belief in themselves. Well, I think, you know, especially being... That Mbappe mentality. Dude, if you're nine years old... Did you see Mbappe's goal, by the way? This past yeah, week? Yeah. No. I, I saw it was a really good game. Yeah. He had two goals, right? He had two goals. And Messi... Um, scored the winner free kick. Yeah, I saw Bro, that. Mbappe got the ball on the wing. Neymar played him through on the left wing. He nutmegged a defender in the box. He like drove at him, nutmegged a defender, got in between two players. They were both pulling him back to the ground as he's falling. He taps it between the goalie's legs. This course, bro, disgusting. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, dude, he's just so clinical. Like, his shot power is absolutely insane. And his accuracy and his pace and yeah. his mentality and his stamina and his touch. and his, Yo, he's, he's the most complete player of all time. I've heard uh, a crazy rumor that United might be uh, in the interest of signing Mbappe. No. There's no team good enough for Mbappe to go to. Dude, imagine him and Marcus Rashford. <laughs> are you kidding me bro yeah shut up bro that is the one of the greatest starting forwards in the game you did not just put Marcus Rashford and Mbappe in the same sentence oh yeah dude Marcus Rashford right now in form Marcus Rashford right now yeah okay we could talk but like that's hey right. we're in the present bro alright all right, cool cool, cool. we're right. in the present all I'm right. not if Mbappe randomly spawned into United's front three like tomorrow and jumped and jumped in with Marcus Rashford. That'd be insane. It would if they can sign him this summer. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was rumors of him leaving this 
um, January transfer window. Mm-hmm. It just nothing. Yeah. No one gave no, enough money. Nobody has the money for yeah. it. He's he's too valuable. Yeah, and he basically owns PSG. So it's not that easy for him to just up and leave. There's probably so much contract shit that you have to do. True. Um, but dude, imagine him. Have you been watching Granacho? Garnacho's a fuck. Yeah, he's another player like Diallo who just has that that bro. X factor. He's so good, bro. bro. From he's his so goal, good. his his game winner at Fulham. I remember oh watching that God, live, and bro. I was like, just the way he got in behind and finished, like, like with ease, with almost. ease, like such a such a seasoned veteran would. Yeah, at such a young age, like a lot of kids get on the field, they have the jitters, they take the extra touch, they wait for the perfect moment, mm-hmm. they kind of fade in and out, but just to in the last dying embers of a Premier League game at that age to just get on the ball drive at a defender get in behind know exactly like he like kind of like leaned his shoulder to get in front of the guy and then just look that one look finish just being able to do that so quickly without thinking it like overthinking it that's that x factor that yeah. is just so valuable and he has it yeah. he's gonna be a fucking baller yeah he already is they, he's so all right we'll get into the last game that i i kind of want to talk about um excuse me um barcelona have shown interest for him mm-hmm. a lot of teams have and who garnacho yeah because he something with his contract he didn't renew a contract um his extension he his agent wasn't didn't think it was fair yeah i could see him going somewhere for sure you yeah. probably imagine but, getting like 30 40 mil for an 18 year old that'd be sick united don't do that though i know united they keep their young they still have phil jones yeah you know (laughs) like they're they're they pay people not only their almost their whole career at united unless they're like a a, like a free transfer or like like when they signed van percy yeah you know van percy still wanted to play they're like ah you know you're not you're not gonna start they're basically paying phil jones like a pension for yeah, it, for his time, it's almost like a pension, and yeah. they're like, "All right, just coach." Yeah, Thank how many United? Service. Yeah, how many United players have became part Ooh. of the coaching staff? Oh, if they score off this, that'd be phenomenal. Oh my God, John Swift! Goal. Ooh, Ooh, what a big save. save! What big a save. save! He wants it back. He wants it back. You're not getting a second chance. Damn! Look at the nutmeg, though. Is that Townsend on the right mid, right mid position? Oh, Townsend's on West Brom. No, it's a different Townsend. Connor. Oh, oh it's Jed Ooh. Wallace. Jed Wallace is a baller, man. Nice little fucking move. He's on. like this guy's like Millwall's best ever player, and and he uh, spent a ton of years at Millwall, just dominating the championship, being their guy. Millwall doing good, right? Yeah, they're Millwall like in are pretty solid. fifth place right now. They just beat, I think Sheffield United three wow. two. Uh, their striker had a hat trick, Bradshaw. It's pretty sick. But yeah, they're another club with a really really passionate fan base. I like uh, the I like the the Ooh, crest. Penn. Oh, goal. Oh. Goal. He's saying he's off. Jed Wallace. What a goal. Townsend. That's the guy I was talking about. Wow. Shout out. Good goal. 2-0. Now, let's see if there's a lot of goals in the championship that go in that wouldn't stand in the Premier League. Like, Are, why? Do they, they have VAR? No, nah, they don't. Ah, so you see mad, shit. like, mad horrible balls <laughs> all the time. So offside. <laughs> like a clear pen that just doesn't get called. You know how many what? clear pens? That's crazy. Why I've don't seen, they have VAR? I've seen some shit that just has me dying laughing. Like the worst calls of all time. Oh, he's nah, yeah, he's, yeah, way no, he's good. That, what a, what that a, defender's an idiot. Who, why nice, is he sitting in the net? Uh, that was a nice little flick, though. Look at the finish. Beautiful. So one one. Yeah, might have a nice little perky ending here. Good little flick. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Sound like a striker. Yeah. He's a fullback, I'm pretty sure. Love that. Yeah, I love the championship. Um, it's the best league in the world, honestly. It's. I think the emotions are better. Mm-hmm. There's more raw emotion. Ooh, look, Watford right on the break foul. Nope. Nothing. Ismail Asar has been completely non-existent in this game. Yeah. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> oh, go. Uh, go. Oh, oh, dang. Right when I say it. Oh, dang. He takes the defenders on, hits the post. That's tough. You're fine. He's hurt. He's just mad. He should have went to Liverpool. He should have went to Liverpool when they wanted him. Sar? Yeah, when they lost Mane. They wanted Sar. He's so good. Oh, he got fucked up. Dead. See, like in the prime, like VAR is looking at that for a potential red. Look at look at him get clattered at the end here. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. Sar oh, goal. Sar just scored. No oh, way. I missed it. I'm getting deep about life. <laughs> Sar scores. It brings you right back. Yeah, right. What was the goal? He definitely it was definitely on the counter. He got in behind the defense. Finished. Damn, I should have taken him. Yeah. He's my He's too good for this league. He's like a 78 in FIFA, 77. It's not bad. So fast, so direct. Header. No. Whoa, what does he do? Oh, just a nice tidy finish. Yeah, just a good finish. Fell very kindly for him. Yeah. Um, I'm not impressed by this Watford side at all. I don't think they're going up. Kind of like Norwich. We're in like the similar position. Yeah. Some games will turn up, some games we won't. But we have good players and some shit players. Yeah. Both teams need a big revamp, big clearing out, new manager, new tactics, new squad, fresh start. Like if Norwich got promoted this season, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah. Just because I know we're not ready. I know it's just going to be another season getting bodied week in, week out. Um. Yeah, I want to see like... The Canaries. Yeah, I want to see like a like a rebuild. New players, fresh faces, different look. Like the eighteen nineteen season that we had. Oh my God, it was the best. Literally made me fall in love with the club to a point where I can't miss a game. Yeah. I, I haven't missed a game, even when we're sh- terrible. Um, eighteen nineteen season, we had like the smallest transfer spending. All of our players that we brought in, we had just brought in Daniel Farka the season before, so it was his second season. Um, and he implemented this whole new philosophy. He was such a good manager, so good with his words. Signed all these obscure players, um, Emi Buendia. We had this guy Marco Steeperman, who was a left back by trade. Daniel Farka was playing him at center attacking mid. He was like a six foot four German dude. Um, we had young players like Max Ahrens. I don't know if you know Max Ahrens, our right back. No. He's like a young English talent. He's 23 now, but he was 19 when he made his debut. Um, Jamal Lewis, another young, our left back and right back were both like under 21. Uh, we had a super young team, super unproven team. All these players were new and they just clicked and we dominated the league. Uh, was yeah, that was that was a crazy year. They they took it pretty Pookie. handsomely. Yeah, Pookie too up top, and we just had so many games. It was like a big thing in the championship is momentum. 
right? Like you have so many games. If you win, a, if you have a really good game, like a comeback win or something at, in front of your home fans, that carries. You know, a lot of teams have very boring, dull seasons. If you have momentum, you'll turn up for like, you'll have like a last minute winner at home. And then you'll have four or five games where you're in form. You win those or pick up a good amount of points there. Maybe get another one of those games, extend that run. Yeah. It's big. It's a big momentum league. And that season we had, like, we were down 3 0 to Nottingham Forest in the 70th minute. We came back and tied 3 3 with the last kick of the game That's at crazy. home. Um, we had a game against Millwall where we went down 3 1 in the 80th, 80th minute and then came back and won 4 3 with the last kick of the game. We beat our our direct rivals, Ipswich Town, 3 0 at home. We had a lot of games where momentum just picked up and then our players were young unproven started to believe and it carried so yeah that's like kind of what we're seeing with the burnley team a lot of the players in the burnley side are just totally unproven players they have this player manuel benson uh right winger he's like kind of like messy build he's like short stocky insane dribbler wand of a left foot he cuts in scores he's phenomenal and he came from the the uh Belgian league. So uh company saw him in the Belgian league, brought him over. They have another player, Anes Zarawi. Um, I think he's Moroccan. Yeah, it sounds like... I, re- I think I remember him from the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's Moroccan. Uh, on the left side, he's just a young talent, phenomenal dribbler, eye for goal, amazing player. And then, yeah, just like... They replaced their their players well. They got rid of, or they lost Tarkowski to Everton, and they replaced him with Harwood Bellis from Man City on loan. Uh, just good signings overall. Workhouse. Uh, Nathan Watt, Tala, Workhouse. Weghorst, yeah. They don't have Work, him anymore. Well, yeah, they yeah. went to United. Yeah, you have him now. Yeah. How, how is he? He's just like a pressing machine, right? Yeah, most since his initial transfer, he has the second most pressured balls in the prem so guy just said fuck it i'm signing for united and just running yeah this was my assessment of him he's like the coach's son yeah who like you're like how is he in the game mm-hmm. why is he playing yeah but he's so gritty yeah that you're like all right it makes Ooh, goal two two damn jed wallace damn son what a game we have here we we're, were this is a gift we we're talking mad shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a desmond right now Damn. They call this a Desmond. Did you know that? No, nah, what is that two, term? 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two is a Desmond? Desmond. Dude, I love that. Yeah. I'm going I'm to use that yeah, a lot. It's a good term. Yeah, I think we're going to have a Desmond this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, was, how was the game? Oh, Desmond. Fucking Desmond. Yeah. Desmond. Beautiful. We came back from 2-0. <laughs> 2-0 down. All right, so what happened here? Blunder at the back? Damn. Oh, his keeper's having a nightmare. Oof. Oh, he's off He's size. off, yeah. He's off size. No VAR though, right? Yeah. That's crazy. See, like we were watching That's crazy hand. they don't have VAR. That goal, that goal is not standing in the front. Yeah. Great assist, though. Well, was that it Malumbi? That's a nice ball. Jason Malumbi with the assist. Who Daryl DK is uh, in for West Brom right now. You know Daryl DK? USA International. Absolute beast. He's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's DK. young. I think he's like 22. He came from Orlando City. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He signed for West Brom on loan. No, first he signed for Barnsley. This was crazy. He signed for Barnsley. Barnsley, two years ago, they had a manager, Valerian Ismail. Ooh. Ooh. 
He's off. Oh, he's off. He's off. He's off. He's off. He's off. He has to be off. You were you out of bounds, dude. Yo, I wish we could connect like the clips that we're reacting to yeah. to this. One I, day, one day, you. I, I looked it up. It's yeah, it's tough. Very illegal. <laughs> the the championship though, they don't crack down. I'm nah. not. I'm not gonna tell you to do, do this, but I've used a lot of their shit. Like I have a, I had a page of a hundred thousand followers, um, where we were using strictly their images and nothing ever. <laughs> but you were at. Yeah, but also you weren't. You weren't making money. Eventually, we were. Eventually, what, okay. we, what we were. Oh, he's on. But is he just out of bounds? That's actually insane. Yo, that's crazy. That is the craziest. If, I've never seen last, anything like if that. If the last goal stands, that glass yeah, is dead. Without a doubt. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> the fucking man. championship, bro. And there, he's going to be so mad, the manager of Watford. Yeah. Wow, it's a 2 2. This is a good game. Now, if I was still doing hub football, I'd be like, I'd have my laptop right here. No matter where I'm at, if I'm like out with my friends, I'm going home. I'm getting my laptop and I'm like, I have a graphic ready of the score line with the scores, Mm -hmm. ready to change it last minute. You know how many times I've had like a result graphic? You know how you'll see like the score on, you fall 4-3-3? Yeah. They'll post like the score of a game with a crazy picture of the game in the background and write Mm -hmm. like, what a game. Those posts always do so well when they're posted right away. Like sometimes even before the game ends. So mm-hmm. people will see it and be like, oh, shit. Like, so, so so many times it'll be like a game like this. Let's say it's 2-2, and I'll have it ready to post with the caption, but the game's still going, and then a team will score. And I'll be like, fuck, fuck I, have I to remake it. it. Yeah, I'm going to remake <laughs> it. Fuck. Change the score. Airdrop it. Fuck, there was a typo. I already posted it. The comments are like, yo, you're typo. You suck. Well, you don't know how to spell. Yeah, you can't spell. Fuck. But so many times where, and then eventually it's posted like five minutes after the game ended, and, and it just misses, doesn't, doesn't yeah. do well, and there's like, oh my god, that that was like, that was some of the shit that just fucked me up. But oh, back what I was saying about Daryl DK, he was I think twenty or twenty one when he had his first loan spell in England or his first time in England. He signed for Barnsley on loan. They were in the Championship. They had Valerian Ismail as their manager who eventually coached, coached West Brom, but he was a phenomenal manager. Uh, he had this Barnsley side that were tipped for relegation um, back to League One. He had them fighting for playoffs, playing some great football, very well-structured defensively, um, and in attack, they were solid, and they brought DK in on loan from Orlando City, and he scored like nine... Let me see the actual numbers. But he was scoring. Like, I think it's yeah, nine goals in twenty-two games. Yeah, he was scoring like every week though. It felt like thirteen starts. He had nine goals. That's uh, crazy. But big goals too, like game winners. Oh, he's a phenomenal player. Like he, he's a powerhouse. He gets in behind. He muscles players off the ball. He can finish from tight angles. Um, and he's still young. How how old is he? Can you check that? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's he, good to see. For I the... still think he has potential to be like a starter for the U.S. national team at some point. Did you see? Um, Ooh, that's a foul. Not um, Nathan Apoku from Les- um from Syracuse FC. Um, their uh, college team. Oh yeah, team. to Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, and he's on loan now to. Um, I got this wrong last time. It didn't really even. T- oh, uh, to Belgian Pro League. Um. I, cause I, all right. So it says here, Lester is a part of King Power Ownership Group, who mm-hmm. also owns Oud, 
um, Heavily Levion, who plays in the Belgian Pro League. Oh, okay. So he went there on loan. Cool. But dude, I was saying this in a couple podcasts ago. How sick is that? How how cool would that be for yeah. American college players instead yeah. of going to the draft? Yeah. Unless like you know the MLS starts picking up mm-hmm. and and develops a yeah. table system. Dude, instead of going to get into the MLS draft, just see yeah. what your options are overseas. Yeah, a lot of players do that. Yeah, um, now, but it's it's cool to see a Premier League side scouting from U.S. college. Dude, that's it, nuts. It had to be the. Did you watch? Because it's series? a high level. Like, dude, the, these facilities that these college players play crazy. at, and these the the talent they have. A lot of the players, like even at when I was at LIU Post, their team was like eighty percent Swedish and swedish international players they had players who played academy Whee! in england oh another goal wafford so oh again. man he's like you don't know my last goal stand so i scored another one you motherfuckers who do you think you are i am oh dude what a game home too vicarage road are they the they're they're the bees too, right? Isn't yeah, there hornets? The hornets, that's what it mm-hmm. is. Brentford are the bees. Yeah. West Brom are the baggies. What is this goal? Did he curl it? Ooh, unfortunate lad. Own goal. Yeah, it should be. I don't think it was going on target. Yeah, but you know the sad thing, like West Brom are gonna win this game. I mean, uh, Watford are gonna win this game, but. They're going to be like, all right, now we're going to push on and fight for a promotion. And then next week, they're going to lose like 2 0. <laughs> Let's see. They're going to lose 2 0. Let's see what they, uh, who who their next matchup is. <clears throat> they got um, Sheffield United away. Oh, yeah, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Crazy ending, though. Mm-hmm. Watford, are, their fan base is a bit like Norwich, very like passive. Um, they have some loyal sections of their stadium, but for the most part, it's very family-oriented. Everyone's sitting. I don't like that. Yeah, and then you go to, like, Elland Road, and everyone's standing. I keep saying Elland Road, but it's just... And Bramall Lane, where Sheffield United play, that place gets bumping. Take me to Elland Road, I want to see him play. Came from Rebel Salzburg, and he's here to stay. I really want to take a picture with you. You'll be my American boy, American boy. That's what they do for um, Aronson. Aronson, yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I like that Leeds are like kind of like a little America. Yeah, right. It's like Little America they in hate England, it though, bro. British people hate Americans. Why? They hate them. I think Still it's Revolutionary War. I think it's that deep rooted because, like, you. You get hatred from the people that you grow up around, you know? That's the people who instill hatred in you. And as being, for me being an American in the the space of British football media, I got a lot of hate. My opinion was never respected. Until you're right, though. Even when you're right, you're wrong. Because you can never, with them, you can never be right. You can never know more. You can never, because you haven't been, you know? They'll be like, you ever been? Nah. Okay, so it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive, bro. Like, <laughs> can I stay at your flat? <laughs> but yeah, they—they're not very nice. 
Um, well, I, I, you know, I would take it like with the grain of salt. I would take it like Ted Lasso. You know what I mean? I haven't I, watched that. You gotta watch it. Bro. Yeah, you like it's, it? It's the best. Honestly, top shows in my mind: Game of Thrones. Yeah. Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? No. You ever seen Breaking Bad? I just started Breaking Bad. So once you finish Breaking Bad, yeah. there's a character in Breaking Bad. It, he becomes um, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman's mm-hmm. lawyer. His name's Saul. Saul okay. Goodman. And he has his own show. And then they made a spinoff of his uh, show. But then there's characters in Better Call Saul that you learn more about who were from Breaking Bad. Uh, dude. But it, it blows, in my opinion, it blows Breaking Bad out of the water. Okay. But I know without Breaking Bad, it wouldn't be possible. Okay. So watch Breaking Bad and then watch Better Call Saul. Yeah. Okay. But Better Call Saul is one of the best shows of all time. And then, honestly, top three for me, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, it's weird. Like, they bring in, like, <clears throat> so his, like, main thing is, you know who John Wooden is? John Wooden. John Wooden, he was a NCAA basketball coach back in like the 60s. I think I've heard the name. I don't know much about his career. He won, within 13 years, he won 12 NCAA championship titles, basically March Madness with Mm -hmm. uh, UCLA. 12 in 13 years. So he's like the Alex Ferguson of college basketball. And he wrote a book and like. Basketball? Yeah, basketball. He, he, He wrote a book and basically the book like explains he has like this it's called the inverted pyramid Mm -hmm. and it's all like baseline is like it's just all characteristics that you should be basing your life or in his case basketball because you know that was Mm -hmm. his sport but it he wasn't he wasn't about he wanted to win obviously but his main concern was with how do i make these people my players, better people. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. Yeah, It didn't matter. Like, obviously it mattered if yeah. they were winning or not. If you weren't doing well, he was very blunt. Mm-hmm. Like, you're out. He would cancel practices. Or he wouldn't let even... He wouldn't let people practice sometimes. Mm-hmm. He would tell people, if they weren't playing well, you, you're not allowed to practice. You know how, like, demoralizing yeah. that is to you as a player to be like... I can't practice. No, you're not practicing today, man. That's tough. But Ted Lasso kind of like envisions that John Wooden mentality in the show. Mm-hmm. And it, dude, it's funny. He's an American yeah. in a foreign land. I feel like that's how I would be if a- I ever went to England. AFC Richmond is his club, right? Yeah. And they play in the Premier League? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they don't use any like real Premier League players, right? No. So that's what always, that's what like I saw a few episodes that kind of weirded me out. Like they played against like West Ham or something, uh-huh. and you don't really see the game really. It is weird. Like and, yeah, like, like the the players are you see some players, but they're not real players, but they're wearing the real kits like that. I, I think know. if they can get licensing, mm-hmm. like how did the movie? You ever see the movie Goal? I loved Goal. But how did they have real players in that? They had like David Beckham. Yeah, they had Matt Sedan, and they had the game looked like a real game. How did they do that? Um, I I feel like it's a lot of licensing. I think you need not only not only did Newcastle have to license mm-hmm. their badge and everything yeah. to the movie production's sake, mm-hmm. but then I bet you like Premier League also had to like do something. Dude, he went to Real Madrid, Santiago Munez. Munez, yeah. 
Beast. What a good player. Beast. Legend. <laughs> you know, Newcastle actually have a player on their books, I think, still named Santiago Nunez. Really? Yeah. Hold on. I'm about to check. That'd be, that's awesome. I remember when Newcastle had their takeover and I was I was still posting on Hub Football. I posted uh, a picture of Santiago Nunez and I was like, <laughs> Newcastle uh, have made their first signing of under their new owners. And it was a picture of him and like the comments were hilarious. Dude, that's great. Uh, this podcast I'm going to post on like all my platforms. Lit. Yeah, See I appreciate that. See if you can get some stuff for that, um, some traction because um, I've been doing this for a while. You know. Yeah, that'd be lit. Yeah, I think it's um, you know, it's in the works where it's just enjoyable, you know, to the extent that it's uh va- valued by people in this country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why, like, I I do want to take it overseas. I also think, like, like I said, involving our this whole thing with MLS mm-hmm. might take it another step where it kind of needs to be. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun. But also, I love the concept of Americans talking about English football and, like, knowing their shit. Yeah. Like, you know your shit. Yeah. I've been following... I've been a fan since 2009, 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, like, the the friction of it to the demographic that you'd be targeting that um, generates, you know, um, interactions. Yeah. It's, like, they want to hear... Do these people know what the fuck they're talking about? Yeah. I love that. And that's why I always wanted to do a podcast um, and talk about like what we're watching right now and have extensive knowledge. Yeah. Because um, it, it, it kind of gets like British fans like a little mad. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> if there's any British fans watching this. Well, yeah. If any, yeah. If I, there's any British, fit, Ooh, British fans oh, watching this, this? <gasps> come through. Well, I'll get you on the pod. That's not even. Yeah. We got to get a Brit- We got to get a good like british fan who's not gonna just like roast us the whole time yeah for, for having never been to kenilworth road yeah you know DK, oh like one of the i think it was a uh walt whitman quote don't be judgmental be curious yeah be curious why how do you know this much mm-hmm. about a sport that is not even popular in your country exactly yeah it's a tough challenge send them off I just like the the um, culture around mm-hmm. uh, football, European yeah. football, mm-hmm. more than any other sport. I love the storyline, like from the British side of things. Yeah, like we grow up, we're in elementary school, primary school, intermediate school, middle school, and we're in the uh, recess, throwing a football around, playing basketball. Too many sports. You'll rarely see. St- like a group of kids playing soccer and like being passionate about it. Yeah. And knowing what they're doing, knowing what they're talking about here in America. In England, they'll have like recess, they'll have like uh, Champions League finals and they'll all be so into it. Yeah. Everyone will be involved. You'll see like a few kids playing basketball, maybe. Um, nobody really is playing American football, but that's like. That's th- it. Football is their main sport, you know? Like everybody yeah. loves it. Um, and then some of those kids grow up and join academies, and then you'll see them in the Premier League. They'll score their first goal. They'll make their debut. It's like a beautiful story. You go from playing in your backyard or back garden. And they call it a garden. They call yeah. it a garden. Yeah, the back garden. I like that. You say backyard. Oop. Goal. Oh, goal. Right in the nutsack. Oh, goal. Whee! Oh. 
yeah so like and then they'll end up in the prem and it's like what a story yeah you know um it's it's there's too many options in america yeah like if we funneled our best athletes to become football soccer players yeah we we would probably have one of the best teams in the world yeah, it's also very expensive my little brother plays for met met oval metropolitan mm-hmm. oval i love that stadium bro mm-hmm. sick field sick um for those listening, Metro, Metropolitan Oval, they play MLS Next level, which is, uh, I believe, the highest level you could play uh, at U15. Um, maybe even, he's he's 14. I think MLS Next is the highest level. Uh, yeah, I think it's play. like U15, U14, yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. So they play in a little turf field, which is in the center of an urban area just outside of Manhattan. Um, so you can see the Manhattan skyline. Yeah. Uh, beyond the stadium or beyond the field. And it's lit up at night. And you, it's very cool. You see the Manhattan lights. And this clearing is a turf field. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, but it's expensive. And it's yeah. a bitch to get to with the traffic and everything. And it's just, yeah, it's very costly. And a lot of players have, yeah, they do give scholarships. A lot of teams give scholarships, but um, it's tough to stay in the American youth football system for a long time and stay driven. And I feel like the opportunities are lackluster in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think they've been growing, especially you know with the amount of clubs that have been becoming relevant. In America, mm-hmm. um, you know, it all just comes back to the fact that you know if they do develop this table system in the mm-hmm. coming years, it will, dude. It's gonna take over. Yeah, especially with the World Cup coming here in twenty twenty six. Yeah, and this is America, man. This is America. We we want to be the best at everything. Just to like, give us a couple like years to lock in and be like, yeah, we want to be good at this shit. Yeah, and USA three, England one. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. 20 what 2020 what 2026 no. 2020 nah let's say like 2032 i i could see 2034 world cup yeah we're we're fucking england up yeah i'm not concerned just because usa is gonna win every game in their group so it won't really matter i can't wait bro i'm so excited yeah we're on the come up i can't wait there's so many like good young american players playing overseas right now i want to talk about one player who plays for utrecht or Utrecht in the Netherlands. His name is Taylor Booth. He's an attacking midfielder, winger. He wears the number 10 shirt for a Dutch first division side. And he's been one of their best players this season. I support, my second team that I support is Azet Alkmaar. And we played a 5-5 draw with Utrecht a few weeks back. And he was phenomenal. Just a very good player. 21, I think, 21-year-old American kid. Playing in the Netherlands, it's wearing, good to the, see. wearing the number ten shirt for a really loyal fan base. Yeah, big club. Love to see that. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Kind of like Josh Sargent. Like Josh Sargent has a really big fan base behind him in a foreign country. You know, like we're young Americans as well. Uh, can you imagine that? Yeah, just having a stadium of twenty, thirty thousand people just chanting for your country, chanting your name. It's good. You know. We- do you think 
the what what's like the um, so this is my personal opinion for the USA in order for them to become a country uh, a nation that can compete for the World Cup they need to stop putting American coaches in charge mm-hmm. and they need to hire someone who is in it has played in the system has won big trophies before and they it, it needs to be a coach that you know, doesn't because like this whole thing with um um Greg uh, Ballhalter, whatever however you say his yeah, last name, Berhalter. dude, that whole thing with him and uh, Rainya, his dad, mm-hmm. all yeah, that yeah. beef, him the drama, yeah, him releasing these stories about him beating his wife, yeah. like dude, we don't need that. The team doesn't fucking need that. Yeah, I what the, it. I think if United States hired Jose Mourinho, yeah, I was just gonna say Mourinho. <laughs> We do. Like, we need foreign managers, you yeah. know? I love the whole idea of patriotism, America, you know? Yeah. We're just a team of Americans, but we need football is not our game. No. Nah. We need uh, someone who's done it with a team like the USA. So, Mourinho's won Champions League with Porto, yeah. Inter, Milan. Mm-hmm. Premier League with Chelsea. Yeah. Like, not teams that should have ever won these trophies. Yeah. But he does it. Mm-hmm. What's a team that should never win the World Cup? Yeah, United States. Just, but the U.S. is very like ego-driven country. Yeah. Um, if they can win it, Mourinho's at home, a big, a big ego. Like, it would be tough for him to gain the hearts of American people. I feel like he could do it. I feel like he's got like sort of that Zlatan-esque, yeah, um, persona, which American people kind of gravitate towards. That's what I. But, I think. I think traditional americans would be like yeah. i like this yeah honesty and yeah, imagine Mourinho coming in and being like this is america yeah this what are america. we doing why are we not winning these games why, uh, this we, is bullshit richest country in the world we're the best country in the world i'm going to win a world cup <laughs> these americans they talk about blah 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 but this is america yeah Alright, I'm 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 starting to back this a little bit. I I dude, I would love Jose Mourinho to make yeah. his way there, and yeah. I think honestly, if you're listening to this, anyone on the USA squad or management, do yeah. it. Just fucking yeah. do it. Do it. We need it. Get it done. I don't want. I'm sick of waiting. I'm tired of retired MLS players. I'm tired of coaching this team. I'm tired of Greg Berhalter's behind the back passes. You ever see his behind the back pass compilations? No. He always like gets the ball out of bounds like from his like coach's <laughs> box and he just gives a behind the back pass. So cool, man. Yeah, it's like, all right, bro. Like the first one was I'm not gonna lie, the first one was <laughs> sick. The first one I was like, yo. Cause it was like right in the box, you know? Yeah. And then like the the ninth, tenth one. You're like, like, all right. That's enough out of like, here. He gets the ball, you're like, he's gonna do one. He did it. Cool. Yeah. We just lost. Yeah. To we, fucking yeah, we're down three one to fucking Ecuador. Tr- yeah, Trinidad yeah. and Tobago. <laughs> You right, fucking so, douchebag. So the game finished. Uh, Watford get the three two win at home. Um, kind of halted West Brom's momentum that they were picking up. Um, they're not in great form now at the moment. I think like three losses in five or two losses in four, something like that. Yeah. Watford are pushing up the table, moving closer towards the top six. Currently Don't- tied on points with Lutton Town. Luton Town mm-hmm. down on goal differential. Yeah. Where, Both have 50. Uh, where is Norwich in the table? Right uh, ninth with 46 points. Okay. So only four points 
Um, Very, only three we, points behind Sunderland. What a game, though. 3-2, it finishes at Vicarage Road. Watford, the winners. Uh, West Brom put up a good fight. 18 shots apiece. So it was pretty well contested on both sides. Yeah. Uh, Watford had the better of the chances with seven on target. Uh, West Brom only four. But, yeah, it was uh, pretty pretty standard championship game, you know, at the beginning. I was saying this has been a shit game. Maybe, <laughs> I think it was nil-nil, maybe one-nil at that point. Yeah, at halftime. And it finishes 3-2. Yeah. You know, two goals, questionable as fuck. Yeah. Both. VAR the, takes them away yeah, for the sure. Premier League, those are not goals. Yeah. In the Premier League, this is a, a 2-1. Yeah. But that's the championship, you know, very unpredictable. Things happen in the blink of an eye. And at the end of the day, the Hornets fans go home happy. So. Yeah. All right, last question. Of course. Manchester United or Barcelona in this upcoming Europa League matchup? It's 2-2 right now. 2-2, right? yeah. And the next leg is? In Manchester. Ooh. I mean, for the storyline. Does it, Rashford bag one? Yeah. For the storyline, it's like, nah, it's only right if. They have to. They have to win. They have to win. Yeah. I'm saying 2-1 United. Scary, yeah. scary 2-1. Like. 3-2. I love a 3-2. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I love a 3-2. Going 3-2. You're going to go 3-2, so aggregate would be 5-4. Yeah, Rashford's going five, four. Yeah, Rashford's, Rashford brace. He's mm. scoring the lot, the winner. You know? I love it. Late winner, like 83rd minute, 84th minute. That'd be and easy. he's going like that. Yeah, that's silly. Everyone's doing that silly now. Everyone. Some no some guy said he it. made a, it made it up before Rashford started using it. Yeah. I was like, dude, it doesn't matter. Rashford made it. Tough shit. What did they even gave this guy the time of day yeah. just now? Exactly. Fuck this guy. Yeah, you probably did it, but you probably did it in the backyard. Yeah. No one saw you. <laughs> in the garden. Yeah. Yo, it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. I, uh, thank you very much for coming on. This is uh, this was great. You yeah. Know? We'll do it again. For sure. Get my brother on. We'll talk about Man City, Man United. Maybe there might be a little scuffle I might have to break up at some point. Hey, listen. Or you know. maybe a, uh, a coming together of opinions. True. You know? Maybe a firm but, handshake over the table. That's, that's what I... Tune That's what in. I gun for. Tune in. I try not to be, uh, uh, yeah. you know, a uh, uh, street hooligan. You know, yeah, yeah. I try I to like be to civil in this room. Yeah, of course, keep it cordial. Yeah, you know, nice the game. Yeah, diplomacy. That's the best, best, best way, way to, to attack. Hundred percent. But Alex, thank yes. you very much for coming on, man. Of course, anytime. It's bro. been a pleasure. World football talk, baby. Uh, we're gonna be back at it again on Thursday, going over Champion League. Europa League. Hopefully, we see United in the next round. Yes. Rashford. His, Rashford. his job is not finished. Job is not done. Yo, cheers to that, brother. Cheers. Great podcast. Hell yeah. We'll talk Absolutely. to you guys soon. Adios. Adios.